Hey everyone, happy Friday and welcome back to the Friday Night Flipline Podcast. Before we start things off, I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in to the last podcast. Once again, I have seen a lot of great comments about the pilot podcast. In case you guys are wondering, I called it the pilot podcast because if you think about TV shows, um, the first episode of the series has always been called pilot. And since this podcast is coming out on an episodic basis... You know, it, it it made sense to call it the pilot podcast. Now, starting from this podcast onward, the names are going to be a bit more defined. Um, so yeah, in fact, um, this podcast, as you can probably tell by the name, I'm naming the podcast, or at least this episode, Let the Fan Made Games Begin. And you guys can kind of really have an idea what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about the fan made games. So we are, you know, taking a step away from, you know, the developers per se, and I'm talking specifically about the fan-made games. Now, the fan-made games has, well, in my opinion, has been a huge part of the Flipline community for a very long time. And of course, you know, recently it has you no know, gained some extra momentum. And I kind of want to talk about you know those fan ga- those fan-made games, including you know my experiences since I, you know, been a part of you know some of these games. So these games come in different varieties. There isn't like one type of fan-made game. You know, they do range from simple to complex. So I'm going to start um, with the more with the most um, common type, and that is the tournaments or the brackets, which utilizes uh, FCs that you see everywhere in the fandom. Now I'm going to divide these into two types of tournaments. Um, the first one is the type of tournament where it includes characters that you guys already know, like Marty, Alfredo, um, Hacky Zack, basically customers that already exist in the Flipverse. And, you know, this is kind of prevalent in, you know, normal um, tournaments like Papa's Next Chefs, but also in fan-made ones. Like, I believe on my channel, I have done a tournament. Now, this is specifically for the closures. I've done a tournament called the Closers Tournament 2020. Yes, I did add it in the year because, you know, it was, you know, in 2020. And I don't remember who won. I think it was Akari. I don't remember. But we have seen tournaments, you know, similar like this on the wiki. And um, speaking of Akari, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm, you know, sidetracking here a lot, um, a little bit. Akari has won a lot of these, you know, FC tournaments, including um, the ones that Flipline sponsors themselves. Um, like she won um the Public Next Chefs, you know, for you know Mokaria, of course. Um, she also won the the I forgot the name of the tournament. It, it, was, it happened during Onion Fest. She won that one as well, and she actually won this fan made tournament over on the wiki. So yes, these tournaments do you know expand you know from the forum to um Discord servers to you know the Flipline wiki, like all these you know different platforms do host these type of tournaments. And the second one is the custom tournament, the one where you actually, you know, make your own character and then like you submit it and then people, you know, vote based on, you know, who looks better and whatnot. And um, of course, I did also did a tournament like that. It was called Nikki's Customer Palooza. It was originally going to be called Fans of the Year, but someone else suggested the name Nikki's Customer Palooza and um, they actually had a really good logo for it. Big shout outs to Rue the Rockstar for making that logo. He did a fantastic job. He, 
I usually, you know, kind of credit him, you know, with like all the official artwork that he has done. Um, and also congratulations to his to his character Melody um, for winning that competition. She has really, you know, picked um, up a, a good fight. She has, you know, done well. But And also, you know, to everyone else who participated in the NCP tournament. Um, so, yeah. And, of course, you know, people do have, you know, other t interpretations um, for these brackets. Like, I think, um, I don't know if I'm going to do it. Someone has suggested to me a tournament with, you know, back to, you know, regular Flipline characters that you know. But like classic ones, like you know, like not like all of them, more like sticking between like the classic ones between um like the original Papa Louie platformer to I guess like Burgery or Takamiya, you know, very a very specific you know range. So yeah, you can kind of tell how big you know the the tournament brackets are. Um, another one which I have participated in the past and you know is really you know a fun one is a Kinect Customers um, tournament. Now, for those of you guys who don't know, because Kinect the Customers isn't as you know popular as the brackets, um, basically how it works, I, I participated in one of these in the Attics, and they get really challenging. It starts off easy and then gets challenging. So basically how these tournaments work um, is that um, you get two pairs of customers. Um, one pair is complete, it could because it kind of serves as an example pair. And then the other pair is, you know, incomplete, like one customer is provided and you have to, you know, figure out the next, the, uh, I guess the matching, you know, customer or character for that specific pair. So like, for example, an example pair would be uh, Matt and Tony. And then, you know, from that example pair, you have to figure out, okay, what's connection between, you know, Matt and Tony? And then you and then you think to yourself and you're like, oh, Matt and Tony are co-workers. And then using that knowledge with the incomplete pair, like let's say in this case you get someone like um, for example, Sue. I th I think it's Sue. I'm 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 so um you know fuzzy when it comes to the Flipline universe, you know, flip decks. That's what flip decks are for. And because of the original pair. You're like you're like thinking, okay, co-workers. Who is Sue's co-worker? I think it's Sue, I don't remember. And then you think of, oh, do gotcha. Because um, you know, they both work in, um on non-time news. You know, that type you know, that type of concept. And um of course that round was easy, but I have gone into like the more difficult rounds, and I believe there was this one round. I don't remember what it was, I think it was like round four or round five. I think Rudy the Rockstar was like responsible for organizing these you no know, different rounds, and you know for the life of me, I could not figure it figure out what the other pair was, so I kind of gave up, and um, so I didn't get credit for that round, and of course the other rounds. Also, props to um, these type of competitions for having a very elaborate point system. Like I, I believe points are awarded based on like you know who answers first or I guess how accurate they are. I think it's like more based on accuracy than speed. So that was always a fun one. Um, another one that, that I have seen, and actually I have seen recently on the Flipline forum was a pixelated ingredient game, which is another um, fun one. Um, I, don't, I don't believe I participated in this one. Um, the concept on this one is very simple. So um, basically they get an ingredient 
And I guess they run it through a pixelator to make it all pixelated to where, you know, you can only use either like shapes or colors to like kind of like, you know, identify what that ingredient is. So here on the forum, this is an example. There is one that is being hosted by a man named Sprint. And, you know, he has a, an icon of... See, I just played Mokaria and I, for, and I already forgot the name of the new customer. He's the one that, you know, records. I used to remember his name. I don't exactly remember. Um, but, yeah. Um, you know, the premise, you know, they pixelate the, the ingredients. And from that, you have to guess what it is. And even though... Uh, I, and I have checked the rules on a lot of these, you know, pixelated ingredient games. Um, even though you are allowed to look them up, um, you know, it is still challenging. I'm going to have to say so myself. Um, I mean, they start, I mean, I guess they do um, format in a way that it does start off easy, and then you know, it does you know progressively get harder and harder and harder. That's what I have seen a lot. And um, and not and not just that, there are some contests that are not even flipline related like the only thing that makes them you know related to flipline is that they're hosted within the flipline community but they have no relationship to i guess the flipline fandom whatsoever um like here's a here's a contest i'm currently participating in um it's called the guess the number contest and yes guys it is as simple as it sounds um however the i guess i would say the host that is hosting this particular entry in the guest number contest, they, you know, have, you know, put, like, some twists on the rounds. So it's not like, oh, okay, I, you know, have a number, you guys guess a number, and whoever's closest, you know, is, like, still safe, and whoever gets farthest is eliminated. I mean, yes, one of the rounds was like that, but they do, you know, mix it up by saying, okay, this round, you have to be, you know, 10 away from the guest number, or you actually have to be far off in order to still be in, you know, that type of stuff. So that is one thing. Um, they have seen, you know, all these contests that are not even related to Flipline, but it's still considered Flipline since they're still within the community. And of course, another one was, uh, you know, KO Customer. That, that was one I had participated in. It's not really a contest, it's more of like a little game. Um, so basically you have the list of customers, which is huge. And I don't know if I play it right. I think I play it right, but I could be wrong. But I think the premise of KO the customer is literally just, you know, copy and paste the list of customers. But, you know, you take or I guess you delete a customer off the list each time. And I think it's like a chain reaction. You know, that type of stuff. Uh, I'm sorry I'm going way too fast, guys. I know this one is kind of, you know, unorganized. Um, uh, what was another one? Oh, another counting one was it's simply called counting. So for, for those of you guys who are on Discord... There is this bot called the Counting Bot, and you know I have there is implemented in a lot of Discord servers, is in Addicts, in the Flipline Studios fan clubs, even in my Discord server. And also, shameless plug, guys, if you haven't joined the Nikki Seven Ninety Seven official Discord server, um, I do recommend that you join. But it's completely up to you. I will say that my Discord server isn't as active as the other ones, and shame on me. Um, I should have done a better job with that server. Um, but yeah, so basically there are only two rules with that specific counting game, and that is you must count in order, so in, in, in whole numbers. So you have to do like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like, like you can't skip numbers. You can't go like from one 
and then from 58, and then from 69, and then from 420. It doesn't work that, like that. You do have to count in order. And you can't count consecutively. So the thing about the counting game is that you need to play it with more with another, with at least one other person. Like you can't be the only one that counts like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like you need to have like at least you know another person so that you guys can alternate or you guys can like take turns. Or if you're in a group, I guess you guys you know can figure that out. And the thing I like about this game, about the counting game, is that the premise is so simple. But oh boy, is it so challenging. I have seen a lot of people fail at that game. Even myself by like mistyping a number or going out of turn. It, and it is more common than you think. In fact, um, on my server and the FSFC server, we actually had like roles. You know, roles that are like awarded based on like how far you get into the games. So, like, um, you count at least 500. Like, you get to 500, you're the king of counting. 750, you're um, the counting emperor, and then uh, 1,000, you're the counting god. And I believe right now only me and, and I keep forgetting his name, or I guess pronouncing it, it was like El Conch. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation, but me and him are like the only ones that are like counting gods. I don't believe anyone has got it to counting emperor, and we do have like a group of people who are, you know, king of countings. Yeah, the, or counting kings, I guess I should say. Um... Uh, yeah, and I also um, figured out that they actually do a set like mathematical operations. Like instead of saying, let's say your next number is three, instead of saying that you could put like one plus two or one times three, you know, using the mathematical operations. And I have implemented a rule that's called master of operations. That's like, oh, you count all the way to a hundred using only mathematical operations to get the rule. To this day, no one has earned it. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. And, um, yeah, I mean, those are some of the more popular ones. I'm trying to think of some other ones, because, like, like I said, guys, um, considering that it is, you know, pre-recorded, so I'm not getting, like, any, you know, you guys, like, on, in the chat, you know, telling me, oh, you should talk about this and this, you know, I really should consider that in the future. And, like I said, guys, even though, like, I know in the, in the last podcast I did say that, you know, I was considering, like, bringing in a guest, and I'm still here by myself, I'm 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 that type of person that's open to the idea, but like I don't want to like disturb anyone. You know, I'm I'm like more that people. I'm I'm like that person that's like, oh, if you want to, you're welcome. And I usually rely on people like like asking me like, hey Nick, can I be like a guest on your next podcast? And I'm like, yeah, sure, awesome. I'd like to have you as a guest. You know, I'm that type of person. You know, I'm not usually the one that like chooses like who to be the next guest. But I do ask you guys like to help me choose. Like this is all about um you guys like these podcasts so i'm trying to make this you know as personable um as possible and um yeah i, I thought this podcast were, was going to go on way longer at least at least a good thing is that these podcasts are kind of bite-sized at least you know if you were to consider um you know how long podcasts are typically are you know you kind of see them you know like half an hour an hour and all that stuff. So podcasts, they do get, you know, pretty long. So I guess, you know, if you're like, you know, shopping and you just need something to listen to, you know, to pass the time a little bit, then, hey, I guess these podcasts are a good size and they're not too long, you know, to keep you guys bored, you know? Now, I do want to end off this podcast with one last thing. Now, this is, you know, going away from fan-made games. Um, well, actually, no, 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 hold on, hold on. I totally 
forgot about a fam uh, a category of fan made games. I can't believe I almost forgot. I was gonna end the podcast. No, I was gonna talk about this one. Remember how I said earlier that fan made that fan made games go from simple to complex? I totally forgot about the complex ones, and these are really really cool. Like I had you know talked about these in the past, and it just you know blows my mind. So I'm gonna talk about two instances here. And knowing that you guys are within the Flipline community, you guys probably heard about both of these, but I'm going to talk about them anyway. And warning, these games both involve coding to some extent. So yes, they are really complex, and (laughs) I don't think I'm going to be able to ever make those games in the future. So one of them was Pablo's Ramoneria. Now, unfortunately, guys, I never got the chance to play Pablo's Ramoneria, nor was I able to... um, Actually, no, 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 just that. I was I was able to see some of it. I did see, you know, some gameplay of Papa's Ramoneria. And um, whoever created that game, I don't remember who it was. They really did a really good job, you know, making, you know, all the coding, making sure the game functions. It's a pretty neat concept. I really do hope that Flipline does turn that into a full-scale game in the future. And another one, and this is coming... You know, this is going circling right back to Rui the Rockstar because, you know, he's he's an, an amazing person. Um, he was working on a game. Well, I wouldn't say working on, more like as in like previewing. Because I, I think that's all he's doing is previewing the game. I don't think he has any intentions of, you know, releasing the game. Trust me, I have spoke to him about this. And so you probably heard the game of called Papa Sliceria. And I kind of, and I and I talked about this game a lot in the past, which is like based on like you know like cake, cake slices, and you know his sneak peeks. They are really realistic. Like he has like a, a sneak peek of the location, like where the restaurants at, as well as like the beginning of the day scene, where it's like all the customers and all that. I think it's like based off like Papa's Donutaria, but it's kind of like you know manipulated to make it look like you know Papa's Sliceria, like like a different environment. I think that's what I should say. And, um... What's another one? Oh, also the the hacks. There are a lot of Papa Louis fan-made hacks out there. Like, ones that kind of, like, you know, manipulate the game's difficulty, you know, making it harder. As well as, um... I think Papa's Fruiteria was another one. I don't remember that was, like, an exactly uh, fan-made hack as much as, like, you know, the increased difficulty games. But those are some also good ones. But I can't wrap my mind away from you know Pablo Sliceria and Pablo's Ramoneria. Those games were really well done. There were a lot of thought and effort put into those games. So I think that just wraps about it. I do want to end this podcast with one last note. And that is at the time of this podcast, um, Flipline has released a story. And this is going back to like the tournaments that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast. It's not exactly fan-made. But a look at um at the story you guys had a chance. It said next and then 2021. So I have a feeling, this is kind of a speculation. I have a feeling it's about Papa's Next Chess 2021, which hints at, at the next Gamer Real. I know it's not about fan-made games, but I just want to throw that in there because the timing is kind of right. You know, because the story is really, really recent. I and I believe at the time of this podcast, the story is still up. Um so, yeah, I believe that just about wraps up the podcast. And, yeah, this podcast is actually 20 minutes. Wow. So, you know, five minutes longer than the last one. 
<laughs> I really need to get some guests in here, you know, make the podcast a bit longer. But um, I believe that is it. So thank you guys so much for watching. Or, sorry, not watching, listening. This is a podcast. There is no video element, elements in here. And, um, yeah, as always, I'll see you all the next one. See you soon.